The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Option pitch push to Corbin. Room to run down the left sideline. 35 30. Fell on his feet. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown! Fighting a Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Short drop, hit as he throws, the ball is loose, and the Illini have it! Tonight, the Illini are under the lights of Memorial Stadium to take on the Western Illinois Leathernecks. Steps up, lob it right, looking for Smalling. Inside the 15, and he hauled it in! Down near the Rutgers 10-yard line with a really, really tough catch. Now, from historic Memorial Stadium on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Indeed, the lights are on, and the countdown to kickoff running here for a Saturday night game at Memorial Stadium. Good evening, everyone. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I am Scott Beatty. We are live in Grange Grove at the former letter winner autograph tent. And along the promenade inside this tent where we're a little bit sheltered from some light mist. But the heavy rain has gone away for a little while, and that's good news. Illinois coming in off a week one win over Kent State, 31-24 here at home. Tonight's opponent, Western Illinois, the Leathernecks 0-1 after a 26-23 loss to Montana State last week. Let's get going. The opening drive brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents and Events and Warden Martin Buick GMC Service. We bring in Jason Davis, sideline reporter for the Fighting Illini Sports Network, former U of I tailback, fullback. Welcome to Welcome to a rainy day. All of the above. All of the above. Yeah, former NFL player as well. Yeah. Rainy day, does that spell a lot more running? I hope so. Uh, what, what, what Lovey used to tell us when we when I played for the Bears is he called this bear weather. Guys, this is bear weather. <laughs> this is our advantage still. <laughs> and I wonder how it's going gonna, it's gonna to translate over to this young Illini group. This is definitely weather where uh, obviously both teams are playing in the elements with the wind. But if you run that ball, it equalizes everything. Does it get a little too slippery out there? Uh, I, was, I wasn't on the field yet. I was on the outside perimeter of the field, but the guys looked like they had great traction when they were warming up earlier. Uh, we'll see. With this kind of turf, with this kind of Astro play, it's pretty. it holds up pretty well against the elements. This is a game against their only FCS opponent of the year. Western Illinois, Illinois beat them twice before. They've never scored a, opponent on, a point on them. A game where you uh, expect to win. Everybody expects this game to be a victory for Illinois. How do you keep from complacency in it? I don't think we'll have complacency. I, I have the same sentiment. Obviously, you see that I brought my son with me today because I just feel we're going to get the W. Everyone's happy when we get the W. But at the same time, last week showed us that we had all the benefits of losing, but we didn't lose. We came out sluggish. We came out slow. We had to dig deep to win. So that means we were coached hard this week. We were coached like we won the game. I mean, like we lost the game last week in our first week, but we didn't. So you got all that hard coaching. You, I think the guys are going to come out fast. The elements are used to them, and they're going to come out here with a bang. So important then for a fast start. Absolutely, absolutely. That's all they've been harping on. Like when you when you play in the kind of game that we had last week, it's it's bad going back to practice because it's like, gosh, did we lose the game? Did we lose the game? They're going to coach you a little harder because it was too close for comfort. I think the guys are going. They had a week and they did win the game. They had a week. They got the praise, the slaps on the back. I think they're going to come out here and we're going to get a good show. 
You lose a key player for the season like Mikey Dudek. Everybody's heartbroken over that. Mm -hmm. Does that become a rallying point for a team, or can that bring you down? I don't think it will bring you down. These guys are resilient, and, and, and Mike is a resilient player. He's a player that's always going to be a fan favorite and remember with the Illini, just from the perseverance and what he's endured uh, the last four to five years. And you're going to rally around those guys. I, I looked at his Instagram. I looked at a lot of kids' Instagram this weekend. It, they just rally around him. He, he He's earned the right to be a real Illini, and, and I think it's something that they're going to catapult in and use him as a springboard to know that every day you come out here, this thing can be taken away from you. Take advantage of every snap. Every snap is an opportunity to play championship football. Jason Davis, we'll talk to you again in a little bit All for right. the keys of the game. All right. That's Jason Davis. We are in the autograph tent. When we come back, we'll talk to former Illini offensive lineman Marcus Sullivan here, signing some autographs. Also, we talked about Mikey Dudek, a little tribute to him. Brian Barnhart and Lauren Tate join me next for the, for the first word in a moment. It's Fighting Illini game day. It's Fighting Illini game day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Back outside Memorial Stadium for week two, Illinois and Western Illinois will kick off at 640. We're in the autograph tent. Scott Beatty along with Brian Barnhart and Lauren Tate. And we're pleased to be joined by Marcus Sullivan, former four-year letter winner. For the Illini back 1997 through 2000, played for Ron Turner, was teammates with Josh Whitman, and is here signing autographs. Good to see you. Welcome back. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, good to have you here. Uh, you are, what are you up to now? You are running this Midwest Prep Academy up in Rantoul. What's that all about? Right. So basically we're a, uh, a prep school that takes young men that have graduated high school and need an additional year of development or whatever reason you know they may be undersized they may be under recruited uh, they may be uh, academically not prepared to go to school right now so you know we take that time to really show them the ropes give them the resources the tools the knowledge give them the training to you know help them uh, get better exposure uh, to college coaches in the, in the future Lovey Smith is in the process of a rebuild here in Champaign. You were part of that with Ron Turner. Correct. Kind of talk about how that goes, what that process is like uh, as you go through it. Right. So you, you certainly need talent. <laughs> you know, that definitely helps. So um, I know we, especially that 98 class uh, with Brandon, uh, Brandon Lloyd and uh, Kirk Kittner, you know, brought a lot of guys that, you know, helped contribute, you know, just as far as the uh, offensive output uh, at Illinois. So that definitely helped. Um, you know, my class, uh, 96, you know, we came in with 26 guys, and I only graduated with about 10 of those guys. So, <laughs> you know, the culture certainly had to change. Um, and I think Coach Turner did a great job with that, just getting the guys that bought in and wanted to, you know, um, improve. Uh, what's such a great tradition here at Illinois. You know. With Marcus Sullivan here for just a few minutes longer, he's signing autographs here outside Grange Grove. Well, I'm interested. We, we, we played a lot of freshmen last year. You played as a freshman. Talk about Marcus Sullivan, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Okay. How did you improve? How, when did you really feel like you were ready to play Big Ten football? Right. I, I think the biggest transition is just obviously the speed, but it's just the, the nutrition part as well, you know, going from, you know, eating whatever you want uh, as a boy, you know, to understanding that nutrition is, is vital to being a top athlete, you know. So, um, you know, trying to cut down, eliminate the junk food, you know, 
preparing more, you know, taking the weight room more seriously just as far as, uh, you know, um, uh, lifting and running, conditioning was a huge part of me. When did you, know, you think you actually had made this, the, the step up uh, that you I, needed? Right. I believe uh, my, between my freshman and sophomore year, you know, um, I think that was the biggest jump for me, you know, just realizing that this is not high school anymore and you have to do something, you know, yeah, I was, you know, good high school player, but you had just simply have to do more if you want to compete on the college level, especially if you want to thrive and be successful on the college level. Marcus, but, appreciate you joining us for just a few moments. Good to see you back and uh, enjoy signing that. some autographs yeah. and staying dry. Thanks so much. <laughs> All right, that's Marcus Sullivan, former Fighting Illini offensive lineman, played uh, several years in the NFL as well. Let's get to our first word, guys. Brought to you by Warden Martin Buick GMC and Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. It's a game, guys, that the Illini are supposed to win. So what do you want to see out of this? Well, I, my main concern, I think, right now, after watching South Florida score 49 today against Georgia Tech, I want to see some defensive line play. I want to see some defensive coverage in the secondary. That, uh, that we gave, Illinois gave up too much last week, particularly, obviously, in the first half, and even gave up a late drive that could have tied the score. They reached the five-yard line at Kent State. So I, th I, I, I want to see some, uh, some stronger line play. I want to see better defensive end play. I, I thought that they got neutralized last week. Well, they always talk about starting fast, and that's what they've got to do this time. I think people want to see the team, the Illinois team that played in the second half at the beginning of the game, and I think they will. And there were a lot of different factors that went into that last week, but I understand fans, they don't really worry. They want, you know, hey, it's Kent State. You need to beat them regardless of what's going on. Yeah. But there were a lot of factors in that, and once they figured it out, we saw, I think, the little glimpse here and there of what the Rod Smith offense can do. Well, guys, uh, hang on to your hat there, Lauren. And, uh, it's a little windy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Brian, don't, don't blow away. You'll get the warm confines of upstairs here in, in, a, in a moment. So we'll let you get up there. Thanks for uh, joining us, Brian. We look forward to your call. Okay, thank you. All right, the first word from Brian Barnhart and Lauren Tate. When we come back, a tribute to Mikey Dudek. Lost to a season-ending injury, so we'll hear a little bit of his great moments in a moment on Finding a Line at Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Back at Grange Grove as we head towards kickoff for Illinois and Western Illinois. Of course, the big story this week, the loss of Mikey Dudek following Lovey Smith's announcement that a knee injury has ended another season for the fifth-year player, but sparked an outpouring of support from fans on social media, even drew some national attention. Despite playing just eight games since 2014, Dudek has been a face of the Illinois squad and a heart and soul player. So in honor of his all-too-brief career, here's an audio tribute of Dudek's great moments. Illinois third and six, back to pass Lunt. Steps throws right, looking for Dudek, trying to run under it. He dives, and he's got it down near the Purdue 40-yard line. Oh, he catches everything. Dudek with a catch of... Unfortunately, we had an injury that's, you know, for me, it's just kind of hard to put it into words a little bit. Mike Dudek has worked so hard throughout his career here. Uh, Mike Dudek uh, will be, season will end. He had a knee injury. Again, some things are hard to understand. That's definitely one of them. Mike's meant so much uh, to our program. 
Back to pass, Lunt. Plenty of time. Throws a deep pattern to the corner. Caught in the corner. Touchdown, Illinois! It is Mike Dudek. He's got his first collegiate touchdown of eight yards from West Lund. Here is Lunt. Third down. Rolls it right. Looking for the end zone. Lob to the end zone. Got him in. Touchdown! Mikey Dudek. Hill with a snap back to West Lund. Steps up, throws it left, looking for Dudak. Trying to get position. A diving catch, and he's got it for a touchdown. Oh, what a remarkable catch by Mikey Dudak. Here's Riley O'Toole, pump fake, throwing deep right. Got a man wide open. Touchdown, Mikey Dudak. Wide open in the secondary of Iowa. His second touchdown of the day. That one from 31 yards. Here is Riley O'Toole, steps and throws over the middle, got a man, cutting to the end zone, touchdown Illinois, touchdown Illinois, Mikey Dudak with a catch, and the Illini are up 25-7. He ties David Williams for freshman receiving touchdowns in a year as a freshman. I hate it, man, it just, you hate it for him, and, you know, he's just, he just hadn't had any luck right now with this type of injury, and uh, it's sad because I've watched that kid pour his heart and soul into his workouts, and getting back and I just my heart goes out to him and his family I just I just hate it you know golden opportunity here in the red zone for Illinois crouch with a toss to the end zone it is caught Dudek touchdown and guess who caught it Mike Dudek how do you like that a 16-yard strike he went up and got it and that was a tough catch and a flashback to three years ago oh man but Dudek going up, high-pointing the ball, that's amazing. Steps to the right, line drive kick, a knuckleball. Dudek runs up on it with a catch of the 15, 20, 25. Back across the field to the right, 30. Goes by the official, 35, 40. Midfield, 40 at Ball State. Woo! Cuts back left, all the way down to the Ball State 35-yard line. That kid's a stud. Wow, is he amazing. I think it's just a uh, testament to how much he's meant to this program, uh, his family, his friends. It's a hard one, obviously, for the team. Uh, we'll miss him on the field, but great character, great uh, great guy, great friend, so we'll miss that a lot. Snap back to A.J. Bush, fakes it to Corbin, looks to throw, looking for Dudek, got him. Inside the 15, down at the 10, before he's pulled down. And there's that man again, Mike Dudek, right over the middle. Yeah, great catch there by Mike Dudek, as you said, going across the middle, doing the dirty work. Off the field, um, I grew a lot as a man, just going about my business, uh, taking care of things on time, not sweating little things, um, not getting worked up over things. So as much negativity it brought to my life, it brought a lot of positivity as well. They're on 22 for the Illini after the defensive stop. Lund going deep on the first play, looking for Dudek. Down the right side, he's got him. Oh, what a catch inside the 45 of Purdue. And he's out of bounds. Down near the 30-yard line as he hung it out to drive for Dudek. I'm telling you, folks, Mikey Dudek can catch anything. And the voices we heard there were Lovey Smith, Rod Smith, teammate Nick Allegretti, and Mike Dudek himself back in July from media days. Tribute to Mikey Dudek, former All-American lineman Martin O'Donnell now here with us in Grange Grove, and Jason Davis back here as well as we get ready for our keys to the game. Good to see you guys, and let's start right there, Martin. Uh, you don't replace Mikey Dudek, but how do you move forward from here? 
No, I think you just got to – I think what you have to try to replace is his leadership and, you know, it's turn, especially on the field, just his ability to make plays. But certainly feel feel terrible for Mikey again. He's going to be wildly successful in whatever he chooses to do, be that coming back to football or doing something else. But it, it's really – somebody else has to step up. I mean, they have to lean on the rest of those senior leaders, and certainly Mikey's not going to be able to contribute between the white lines right now, but he's not – he'll be back with the team, I'm sure, and, you know, around the facility and practice and coaching those young guys up. But there, there's a huge void to fill. Well, guys, the, the Illini today are facing the Leathernecks, and Lovey Smith talks about them being a pro-style offense. Uh, seems like a bygone thing now, but how do you face that? Well, lucky for, lucky for Lovey and um, Illini Nation, he's a pro-style defense, so they should be able to seamlessly get this thing grand, and it's going to be a physical game. Like we talked about in the top of the hour, I think not so much the scheme is important, just coming out and starting fast. Coming off last week, I think this week it's important to show the guys and gain their confidence early. Like you stated, they haven't scored on us in two in two games, so this is not the game to start. Let's come out and be fast, play fast, play hard, offensively and defensively, and just really rally around like what, what OD said, what happened with Mike, knowing that at that point can happen to anybody anytime. So just take, leave it all out there. All right, just leading us here into the keys to the game. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested also brought to you by Culligan of Muhammad. Martin, I'll let you go first. You know, I, I think really one of the keys to the game for Illinois here defensively is how that front four plays. I mean, you're going to have an, an extra linebacker out there as opposed to last week, kind of more of a traditional 4-3. But really, it comes down to those guys up front. They're still a little bit undermanned uh, with a couple of injuries up there. But, you know, looking for guys like Timer Oliver, uh, looking for Isaiah Gay, some Bobby Roundtree. Want to see some of those guys along the defensive front flash because they didn't flash as much last week, but certainly in a game like this where Western's going to try to establish a running game, that's what they do. Illinois should be able to win these one-on-one matchups, matchups, passing game and running game. Jason, what about you? Absolutely. I feel the de on the defensive side as well. Not so much the defensive line, but that back forward, those young guys. You get the biggest transition from week one to week two when it comes to maturation and, and getting schematically, getting it more sound. So I'm anxious to see not, uh, how these guys transition from week one to week two. These young four in the back, they're very excited. They don't know about mistakes. They don't know about fail. Like we said, they've been coached hard because of the close game in week one. I'm excited to see how them come out and come fat, play fast. And is it fair if I take a key to the game and say stay injury free mm. because this sets up, this is your last chance to get in tune for next week and for the rest of the power power five opponents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, certainly Illinois doesn't have a whole lot of depth on his roster right now, but, you know, really I think this comes down to Illinois playing sound football. I mean, Purdue lost to Eastern Michigan today. They fumbled the ball five times. Mm. You know, it's going to be wet out there. Uh, that's certainly going to be a factor. The wind is absolutely going to be a factor. You know, we're standing down here. It's coming out of the north. It's going to be really tough for teams that are heading north on the field tonight. Absolutely. And this is not a directional school. This isn't a, a northern Illinois, a western Illinois, a southern. This is the University of Illinois. So you have to go in the mindset with the mindset that every Leatherneck wanted to be fighting the line now. So don't come out complacent and flat. Those are the keys to the game brought to you by Culligan of Muhammad and Hickory Point Bank. Guys, we'll hear from you soon. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Back in a moment with Coach's Corner. We'll hear from Lovey Smith, Nick Hardy Nickerson, and Rod Smith fighting Illini game day. Welcome back to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty, just over an hour from the start of Illinois and Western Illinois here at Memorial Stadium. Time now for the Coach's Corner. Brought to you by Clark Lindsay Village, where residents come first, celebrating 40 years, and Hickory Point Bank. Lovey Smith's squad will face what he calls a traditional offense from Western Illinois. 
which Smith says is actually quite different these days. It's been a long period of time since we've seen a team that huddles uh, in between plays and more of a you know, traditional uh, two-back, uh, regular personnel type. But then it's more traditional football is what we'll see on the offensive side. And we haven't, of course, gone against an offense like this in a, for a long period of time. You know, our guys have been going against our offense. And of course, that's not what we do. So there are some challenges. Defensive coordinator Hardy Nickerson knows a lot about defending a traditional offense with his experience in the NFL. But he says last week's slow start was both mental and physical. You know, some of our mistakes early were, not, were just a result of just not being in the right place at the right time. You know, um, and we were able to go back and, and make the make those adjustments and get the guys in the right spots and, you know, having guys understand where they need to fit and all that. Tackling was, you know, shoot, it was first, first live outing. Um, so first half wasn't quite what we wanted. Things picked up in the second half and things turned around pretty quick. In a moment, we hear from offensive coordinator Rod Smith here on Coach's Corner and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. We're back on the coach's corner. After mustering just three points in the first half last week against Kent State, Illinois rattled off four straight drives in the second half that concluded with rushing touchdowns from three different backs, Rayvon Bonner, Reggie Corbin, and Mike Epstein. So offensive coordinator Rod Smith sees no need to stop using all three. Yeah, as long as, they, as, long as they're producing, right? We're not, I mean, if we get a guy that's got a hot hand, then we're not going to take the ball out of his hand. But uh, as long as we can keep fresh legs going, then so be it. Because we think all three guys are really good players. Nonetheless, Smith says the first half performance last week shouldn't be witnessed again. Whether it was jitters, first game jitters, or, or whatever it was, thank goodness that's behind us. And I hope I told the, the quarterbacks, I never want to see that type of half again ever, as far as I'm concerned. But it was just a, a bad, bad performance first, first half. Second half, we got in, we was able to make some adjustments to do a couple of things to kind of calm our guys down a little bit. Get them focused back in on what their job is from a fundamental standpoint and from a scheme standpoint. We came out and executed better. Pass history is on the Illini side tonight. They were up 30 to nothing at the end of the first half the last time they met Western Illinois, and they've outscored them 65 to nothing in their two series meetings. That's the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Clark Lindsay and Hickory Point Bank. The unlimited value of the right team, one banking expert steers you in the right direction, a whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. On the Big Ten scoreboard, it is a really good one in Nebraska. The Cornhuskers leading Colorado by a point, 28-27. In the fourth quarter, Ohio State's rolling over Rutgers 45-3. The Cyhawk trophy up for grabs in Iowa City. It's 3-3 between the Cyclones and the Hawkeyes at the half. Maryland and Bowling Green are underway and scoreless. More fighting a lot at game day in just a moment with Steve Kelly, Brian Barnhart, Martin O'Donnell, and Jason Davis. I'm Scott Fady. I'll talk to you after the game for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. You're listening to News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana, News Gazette Media Stations.